Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi everybody, this is Jerry Bryant. Larry Norman starts this show with a question for you. With all the great, great music in the world, why should the devil have all the good music? I want the people to know that he saved my soul, but I still like to listen to the radio. They say rock and roll is wrong, we'll give you one more chance. I say I feel so good, I gotta get up and dance. I know what's right, I know what's wrong, I don't confuse it. All I'm really trying to say is why should the devil have all the good music? And I feel good every Cut my hair, they're driving me insane I threw it out long to make room for my brain But sometimes people don't understand What's a good boy doing in a rock and roll band There's nothing wrong with playing blues lips But if you got a reason, tell me to my face Why should the devil have all the good music? There's nothing Larry Norman from his 1973 release, Only Visiting This Planet on Verb Records, the definitive anthem for Jesus musicians everywhere. In the early days of Jesus music, traditional churchgoers just didn't understand the changes that were taking place within the church as a result of the Jesus movement. The hair, the clothes, and especially the music. They often asked these young Jesus freaks why they were playing and listening to such worldly music. 
And some would reply with a question of their own, much like Jesus often did to those who are skeptical of the way he did things. The question they replied with was, why should the devil have all the good music? Following Larry's lead, Jesus' music emerged as a creative new musical genre. Most of the first generation of performers were unknowns. Unlike secular counterparts who recorded for large record companies, Jesus' music artists worked through small Christian labels with limited distribution through mainstream marketing channels. Much of the music was recorded on shoestring budgets and it sounded accordingly. Now, in the early days, Jesus' music was the product of an energized, spirit-inspired movement and much of it expressed the faith, joy, and thanksgiving of young people whose lives had been radically transformed by the power and the love of Jesus Christ. We're looking back to where it all began. A lot of folks in those early days of Jesus music just didn't understand what we were doing. They were offended at the packaging, and they missed the content. They couldn't make the paradigm shift. Now let me tell you about a man who faced the same problem in his day. In 1524, when Martin Luther borrowed popular drinking song melodies and then grafted Christian lyrics to them, he outraged his spiritual colleagues and no doubt gave new ammunition to his critics. But today, these same songs, such as A Mighty Fortress is Our God and Away in a Manger, are considered among the Christian classics. Here's another story. A young boy complains to his father that most of the church hymns are boring to him because they're so far behind the times. His dad becomes angry, states, the hymns are good enough for your grandfather and me and they'll serve you just as well. But the teenager says that not only are the tunes boring, but the words are meaningless. The songs are just too old fashioned. Putting an end to the discussion, his father says to him, well, if you think you can write better hymns, then why don't you? The son says that he will. He goes to his room and he writes his first hymn. The year was 1690. The teenager was Isaac Watts. And the hymn was, Behold the Glories of the Lamb. During the next few years, he wrote other songs. We're marching to Zion, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross, and Joy to the World are among the almost 350 hymns he created. The lyrics were his own, but sometimes the melodies were similar in origin to Martin Luther's seized from the streets our popular theater here's the popular jesus music group from the 70s and 80s glad as they take one of those early hymns and churn it through a variety of styles to give us their own musical history lesson listen with me from 1983 from the no less than all lp here's variations on a hymn and later on in the program brian duncan formerly of the Sweet Comfort Band, will give his perspective on variations of a hymn. You're about to hear an example of how contemporary Christian music got started. Some people think it's a new thing, but contemporary Christian music isn't really new at all. For centuries, Christians have been using the music of their day to convey their love for God to other men. In England, some of the early hymn writers actually used melodies from bar songs, like this one. I once met a girl and her name was Matilda. She hugged like a bear and she looked like one too. Mm-hmm. Now great hymn writers like Charles Wesley and Martin Luther would have taken this very melody and used it to the glory of God. And when they sang it in church, it would have sounded like this. We pray. 
Now here's our idea of what this same hymn might have sounded like if it had been written and performed in the 1940s. We praise the old God, our Redeemer, Creator, in grateful devotion, our tribute we bring. Adore you, bless your great name, your praise as we sing, your praise as we sing. Now set your toes to tapping for the king that's really happening. We praise the old God, our Redeemer, Creator, in grateful devotion, our tribute we bring. But do Papa lay it before you? We kneel and adore you, we bless your great name and your praise as we sing. Whoa, whoa, we lay it before you, we kneel and adore you. This is what we praise the O God would have sounded like if it were written somewhere in the hills of Tennessee. We praise the O God, our Redeemer, Creator, our grateful devotion we bring. We lay it before you, we kneel and adore you, we bless your great name and your praise as we sing, oh yeah. We worship you, God of our fathers, through so many tempests, our God you have been. When perils overtake us, escape you will make us, and using your strength, our battles we win. We praise the old God, our Redeemer, Creator, our grateful devotion we bring. We lay it before you, we kneel and adore you, we bless your great name and your praise as we sing, your praise as we sing. If this hymn had been sung on the beach in the 1960s, I bet it would have sounded like this. Look at those guys! Oh, see them. Grateful, grateful devotion we bring. In grateful devotion, a tribute we bring. Sings these same words of praise today. We pray. 
variations on a hymn. Today, Glad continues to perform concerts and release occasional albums. And recently, the group has released recordings inspired by the writings of John Piper and the worship music of Sovereign Grace Ministries. In case you're wondering, the group's name was chosen from a pole taken at a shopping mall. Jeff Johnson's friend and musical collaborator was a man named Sandy Simpson. In the 80s, they did four albums together as a duo. In 1985, he recorded a solo album called The Passing of the Dark. He did this without a record contract, and it was only available through the mail or special order at your local Christian bookstore. It was only released in the cassette format, but they were all transferred in real time on high-quality chrome tape. It's a real collector's item today. And the booklet that came with it had the lyrics and the literary references for the songs, as well as Sandy's own reflections on how the songs were birthed. This was his only solo effort, but one well worth seeking out if you're a fan of C.S. Lewis, George MacDonald, or William Blake, whose writings were the inspiration for many of the songs, as well as scripture. Let's listen to this musical poet and his composition, Dream of Dreams. Sandy Simpson on Full Circle. If I were a dreamer, a dream everybody could love one another with no questions why, then hand in hand we go sailing on home to the sky. If I were a singer, I'd sing of a sailor who'd teach us the meaning of how to be free. He'd sail through the storms and pilot our ships through the sea. If I were a poet, I'd write of the morning. 
Jesus music of Sandy Simpson on Full Circle. Today, Sandy is a full-time missionary with the Liebenzell Mission, USA, and still writes and performs from time to time. 
it's Brian Duncan from the Sweet Comfort Band, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Classic Jesus music, looking back to where it all began. Well, if you've just tuned in, you've found Full Circle, a classic Jesus music radio show with Jerry Bryant. And if you'll stay tuned, we'll rediscover the legends and the history of where it all began. If you enjoy the program, let your friends know about it. The reason for Full Circle is to take some time and look back to some of the early inspiration for today's contemporary Christian music. You can write me at Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. That's Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. Or visit me on the web at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's full circle, jesusmusic.com. I'm looking back to a time when the music was fresh, sometimes radical, and yet truly inspirational for a generation of young people searching for truth. And it blazed the path for what we know today as contemporary Christian music. In the early 70s, during the beginnings of what became known as the Jesus Movement, A group of young, long-haired, bearded musicians desiring to express their newfound faith in Jesus Christ through music formed a band called Love Song. Using a mixture of folk, rock, pop, and country, Love Song's music was entirely new and unique for the Christian music world. See, they were part of the Jesus movement of the late 60s and early 70s, coming out of Chuck Smith's Calvary Chapel. Founded in 1970 by Chuck Gerard, Tommy Coombs, Jay Truex, and Fred Field, their classic debut album simply entitled Love Song is considered one of the greatest Christian music albums of all time. Here's the classic Little Country Church and Love Song on Full Circle, Where It All Began. Little Country Church on the Yeah. 
Country Church and Love Song on Full Circle. From a day when country faith was rich and genuine and and fueled a whole new kind of music. Jesus music. Well, if there was one artist who represented the sweet spirit of the early Jesus movement, reflected in the lyrics and melody of our simple songs, it was the songs of Paul Clark. Paul Clark was a musician who specialized in Christian praise and worship-oriented music. His first album was recorded in 1971, Songs from the Savior, Volume 1. Its songs became one of the first signs of the growing Jesus movement of the early 70s. Paul is recognized as an inspired songwriter and one of the founding fathers of the Jesus movement and the contemporary Christian music industry. And During his 13-year association with Word Records in the 70s and 80s, Paul recorded 13-plus albums. Paul's songwriting, record-producing, and performances placed him in the forefront, along with artists like Phil Kagey, Second Chapter of Acts, Love Song, Larry Norman, Andre Crouch, Honey Tree, Keith Green, Randy Stonehill, Barry McGuire, and many, many notable others. Here's Paul Clark and Song for Salvation. Jesus, come in me Although I'm not worthy To sit at your table Thank you for making me able to be A part of your body That moves so freely In a world so confusing That some are losing What they came here for To find your I remember long ago I didn't even know That you had died for me Just to set me free From the world of sin Where I've been in my life until now So I'll take the vow, my knee shall bow And surrender to you mm-hmm. 
Please teach me how to pray Cause I don't know what to say Make me humble and me Make me strong when I am weak Oh Spirit intercede I pray you'll meet my need Take away all of my pride And let me abide in the arms of your loving grace mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen mm -hmm. This is Full Circle Seven years ago, over 400,000 people gathered in Washington, D.C. for one reason, to cry out to God for our nation. Coming to Nashville this summer on 7707, 100,000 people will gather for a solemn assembly before the Lord to fast and pray for America that God will forgive our sins and send another great awakening to this land. In the Bible, massive united fasting and prayer shifted the fate of a whole nation. Could now be the time for a nation to be changed again? The Call Nashville on 7707 will be an historic day. For more details and to register for this free event, go to thecall.com. Be there at LP Field, home of the Tennessee Titans. Come to The Call Nashville to make history happen. Thecall.com. You can help Christian business persons in needy nations share the gospel and transform their countries. Global Advance hosts marketplace mission seminars in developing nations to equip Christians in the marketplace in their witness for Christ. Recently, a Global Advance team conducted marketplace mission seminars for Christian business persons in Hyderabad and Vizak, India. These seminars were enthusiastically received by hundreds of grateful Indian Christians who noted that this was the first time Christians in business had convened together for training in years. Global Advance is helping Christian business persons in India shine the light of Jesus Christ in the marketplace. Find out more about this exciting ministry on the web at globaladvance.org. Hi, this is Brian Duncan. Used to be in the Sweet Comfort Band. You're listening to the very best classic Christian music with Jerry Bryant. We're back, and let me tell you a little bit more of the story. Early Jesus music bands were not normally heard on Christian radio in those early years, because Christian radio, for the most part, wasn't contemporary. So early Jesus music radio shows sprung up like My Jesus Solid Rock Show, heard on over 100 stations from coast to coast. Frank Rasenberger, a pastor and DJ on Christian radio in Australia, put together an excellent list of mainstream music that was suitable for Christian radio. Now, if you've ever listened to pop radio in the late 70s and early 80s, you've probably heard a few songs by The Little River Band. This harmony rock group formed in 1975 
broke into the U.S. pop charts in 1977 with the top 10 hit, Help Is On Its Way, which made it to number one in their native home of Australia. A deeper look into many of their lyrics reveal that some of the members were searching for or even found the real meaning to life, Jesus. Here's a song that many of the early Jesus music programs like mine used on their shows because the lyrics set so well what we had come to experience through an intimate relationship with God through Jesus' Son. At the time of our greatest need, we found Him to be faithful. The Bible confirms this as we read in 1 Corinthians 10:13, And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. And when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. And then in Psalm 33, verse 20, We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. From their 1977 Capitol Records release, this is the Little River Band, and help is on its way. Coming up, a special interview with the blue-eyed soul master himself, Brian Duncan.
Australia's Little River Band, and help is on the way. A message we need to hear. Well, not just hear, but believe. You know, so often when help seems delayed, we find ourselves frustrated or angry. So too often we we just decide if God isn't going to show up, we'll just do it ourselves. And that usually spells disaster in the end. There's a way that seems right to a man, but (laughs) you see, you don't know the way the wind blows. So how can you know tomorrow? Which leads us into our next song from those early days of Jesus music. The second chapter of Acts was a contemporary Christian music group comprising sisters Annie Herring and Nellie Grison and brother Matthew Ward. The group began at home as a result of singing around the piano, played by Annie. Nellie and Matthew had moved in with Annie and her husband, recording engineer and producer Buck Herring, after becoming orphaned in 1970. They performed between 1973 and 1988, and were one of the Jesus Movement's greatest treasures. The very rare example of a group with a completely unique sound and the native talent to outshine all secular competitors. Characterized by amazing vocals, angelic harmonies, complex and interesting songwriting, and passionate lyrical messages, Second Chapter of Acts left their mark on audiences all over the world in their 20 years of concert touring. From the 1977 album, How the West Was Won, here's Which Way the Wind Blows, the Second Chapter of Acts. Won't get you off your sorrow 
The second chapter of Acts on Full Circle, and Which Way the Wind Blows. Hey, have you ever taken time to read the second chapter of Acts in the New Testament? An amazing event occurred when a mighty wind blew through that place, and God's Holy Spirit descended upon them all. And from that supernatural encounter of the third kind, the church was birthed. Think about that next Sunday when you attend your local fellowship. Full Circle. Full Circle. This summer, coming to Nashville on 7707, a hundred thousand people will gather for a solemn assembly before the Lord to fast and pray for America, that God would forgive our sins and send another great awakening to this land. Through history, united fasting and prayer has shifted the fates of nations. Could this be the time for a nation to be changed again? The Call Nashville on 7707. For more details and to register for this free event, go to thecall.com. Thecall.com. Global Advance is pleased to bring Full Circle with Jerry Bryant to you. Global Advance is a missions ministry with a 16-year track record of giving vital training and resources to pastors and church leaders in some of the world's most destitute nations. You can have a part in touching leaders and changing nations by partnering with Global Advance. Find out more about this cutting-edge missions outreach online at globaladvance.org because you can make a world of difference. Hi, it's Brian Duncan from the Sweet Comfort Band, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Classic Jesus music, looking back to where it all began. We're back. So, what do we know about Brian Duncan? The funny little guy with the amazing set of horns, who was the lead singer of the early Sweet Comfort Band from Maranatha Records. Now, Sweet Comfort Band was a, a late entry into Jesus music, with their 1977 self-titled release on Maranatha, when they started, they had a, a funky, uh, jazzy R&B and 70s kind of sound that set them apart from much of the rest of the bands in the new contemporary Christian music industry who were primarily performing folk rock and soft rock. Few bands had the musicianship displayed by this quartet. Sadly, the band went its ways in 1984 having released six albums and leaving a lot of fans. But Brian just kept on going. He's released a number of solo projects over the last 15 years, and Brian is our special guest. So let's let him fill us in on that amazing era and tell us how it all started for him. Full Circle. Well, I'll just tell you, I, I, was, uh, I was in high school in North Carolina in 1971, and I saw a picture of Love Song um, on an album, uh, 
that was uh, made out of California, and they were playing at Calvary Chapel. It was like the hippie movement, Jesus movement days, and everything on that record was just was was great. And I left home and went out to California um, after getting kicked out of college in Florida. Um, I went out there to see what was going on, just because I grew up in church my whole life, and this seemed like a fresh. Uh, uh, new meaning to to a faith in Christ. Mostly, I just saw the long hair and I thought, "Wow, um, this is a long ways from the East Coast." And uh, that's I went out there to see what was going on. There was just a there was an innocence about those times and um, just a simple faith that that I kind of miss. Sweet Comfort Band was a screaming rock band. I mean, our our, our primary thing was to just drive it, and yet. You know, the biggest songs that people re, uh, quote from those days are the mellowest things that we ever did. I think it's probably true of a lot of bands. But that's usually, you know, mellow songs is where you hear your heart. And uh, When I Was Alone is, uh, is still true. I mean, every, no matter how busy you get, there's always a point in your life where you're, it's just you. You know, you close the door behind you at night and everybody else goes away. And it's there, there's those moments where... Uh, you actually find a, a relationship with God or you don't. And um, if you know him, then closing the door behind you in a, in a quiet room is a wonderful feeling.
When I Was Alone, Brian Duncan and the Sweet Comfort Band on Full Circle. Now Brian reflects on a song that got a lot of airplay on the Jesus Solid Rock Radio syndication, I Love You With My Life. I Love You With My Life is just, um, it goes from there. You have a relationship with God in the lonely times or in the uh, uh, alone times. I Love You With My Life is just his words to you. Um, that was a surprise too. I just, it was the last hit on the on that record. It, the record had been out for about a year and a half when uh, I Love You With My Life hit and still a high watermark of all the songs I've ever written. People still quote that to me all the time. I sang it for everybody's funerals, or I mean uh, weddings in the beginning and now I'm singing it for funerals and there's something about hearing because what we all want to hear is a love letter from God. I mean we want to know why we're here. We want to feel like things are going to be alright, you know, regardless of the circumstances. And I don't think I thought about all that stuff when I wrote the song. I was just quoting the, the scripture from the book of John. And um, and I think that you know that that had a larger impact than I would have ever imagined uh, in writing a song. It's one of the few songs I ever wrote that wasn't from my point of view. It was just strictly this is what God was saying to us in the scripture.
love you with my life. Brian Duncan and the Sweet Comfort Band on Full Circle. The time is gone. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a global advance and a JSR production. This is Full Circle.